Hi, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with another episode of this freaking show. The weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. I am your host, Travis T, and alongside me this evening, as always, Rockward Colin and Geekcast Joe. And the episode of this freaking show is brought to you by Fire Pit Bar and Grill of Pittsburgh, Illinois. If you're looking for a burger and beer that you could get for just, oh, geez, Joey, well, how much was that burger and beer? Was it seven ninety nine? Honestly, I couldn't even tell you. I think it's seven ninety nine. Six ninety nine. Was it six ninety nine? I added a dollar. <laughs> you know what? I tell you what. Uh, pay seven ninety nine and tell them to just put a dollar towards our food the next time we go there. <laughs> oh fuck! If you want to find a place where you get burger and beer for guaranteed on ten bucks Monday and Wednesday, <laughs> check out Perfect Park. <laughs> You can find Firefit Facebook at Firefit Bar or on the website firefitbar.com. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, uh, I'm okay botching that once out of I don't know how many times we did it. So. Yeah. Well, I, here's the thing: at even at seven ninety nine for a burger and a beer, you're still cheaper than most just a beers in Chicago. That's true. That's true. So, so yeah, so we're. We're going to go with guaranteed less than 10 bucks, but only on Monday and Wednesday because Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I really don't recall what the burger and beer prices are, but go on Monday and Wednesday, get burger and beer. Go on the other day, check out. I mean, like, I think like every other Friday, do like crab legs. How many places do crab legs? You know? I know this this Friday we just had, they had uh, frog legs. Yeah. I love frog legs. I had them for the first time, uh, I want to say it was about a month ago. Uh, didn't I tried them. a little bit? They were like, yeah, they they were different. Just, I mean, I mean, everyone says like you know everything tastes like chicken. It's to me it was similar to chicken, but it seemed very um, aquatic. Yeah, so, I'll give it that. It, it, was, it was it was like it was like a watery meat to me. Like it, it was it wasn't like juicy. It was kind of watery, and that's. Maybe people like that. Maybe that's what frogs will taste like. I don't know. Not a frog guy. I tried it once. Just not for me. I, I get what you're it. saying. Yeah, I don't hate it. Just not 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 my cup of tea, if you will. <laughs> I dig them. I dig them. They're not, you know, uh, I don't know. It's it's not a lot of meat for the amount of work that you're putting into eating them. But mm-hmm. exactly. Um. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we do have an awesome show for you. Uh, if you did check out the uh, Facebook uh, that we posted up earlier um, on Sunday, which is today, but it doesn't come out until Saturday, uh, we are interviewing him today. Uh, he has something new and exciting that's coming out uh, for his um, zombie with a sh- uh, shotgun. I'm going to call it a franchise. That's a franchise, right? Sure. Yeah. Zombie with a shotgun franchise. Brand. Uh, so we're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, before we get to that, uh, I just want everyone to know, uh, about a week ago, I put up a Snapchat to everyone who's on my Snapchat um, about a, um, a new podcast that uh, I'm starting up with a friend of mine uh, called Just Freaking Wrestling, uh, JFW Podcast. And basically all we're doing is we're focused on indie wrestling. So I Snapchat everyone to make sure they go and they follow that page. And some of you came back asking if I was leaving the show, if this show was uh, – was ending, if it was being short, whatever, was discontinuing it, or whatever. I'm going to show you that I'm not going anywhere. This show is not going to go anywhere. This is just an addition to it. What I'm hoping to focus on is maybe growing 
um, a network of podcasts that's going to start with this freaking show and just freaking wrestling. Um, so this is going to be this podcast is going to be completely different from this freaking show. The only thing is, I'm branching off of this freaking show.com website to use just freaking wrestling on that for the time being until we launch the actual website for it solo. Um, but yeah, I'm not going anywhere. Travis T will still be here on this freaking show, along Aqua Town and Cash Show. I would that's me. Down. That's him there. <laughs> I would just be doing a separate show with my buddy Dizzle J uh, on the Just Freaking Wrestling podcast. Uh, that's going to be on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and all that, just like this is here. But it's going to be completely separate. But I'm not going anywhere. So we'll be okay. Um, anything you guys want to add or talk about before uh, I get hold of Hilton, get him on here, and uh, get the chit chatting? Nope. Nah, I'm good. Nope, good. Okay, cool. Let's uh, let's go ahead, plug a podcast, and uh, when we come back, uh, hopefully Hilton's here with us. What up, everybody? It's Razor. This is Fear. And MDI. And we are Fifth Cast, the premier show of the FYFC Podcast Network. We like to talk. Hell, we'll talk about anything. World events and personal stories. Technology and pop culture. And once even, pterodactyl porn. Seriously, that's a thing. Google it. New episodes are available every Friday on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Also, subscribe to the video podcast on youtube.com slash FYFC podcasts. I'm not sure why you were yelling, but that was excellent. Now, fuck your face and back to the show. We said normal voice. I know, but I like that one. <laughs> Hi, ladies and gentlemen. We are back, and we have Hilton with us. Hilton, thank you so much for coming back on the show. Oh man, thank you guys. Thanks for having me here. Absolutely. Uh just uh just in case uh not all our viewers uh know exactly who you are, can we give a just a brief bio of uh, who Hilton is? Sure. Um well I'm I'm right now working on I'm in the process of working on a project as you know, uh Zombie with a Shotgun. Um we shot uh Zombie with a Shotgun this past summer in August. I went through crowdfunding. Um, it was a project that I started about four and a half years ago on web series. And the web series was uh, consists of five episodes. And that, you know, throughout the years, it was uh, getting uh, more stronger and more popular, where I had no choice to create a, a comic and, you know, was going out there looking for funds for a feature film, which I decided to go crowdfunding. So we shot the film in August. Uh, it was a low-budget project. And we are now in the process of still getting post-production. We are uh, hopefully uh, should have it done in a couple months. And um, Zombie with a Shotgun is basically a zombie film that throws all the whole generic zombie films out the window where the zombie will be following him. Uh, it would be the point of view of a zombie. He's the hero of the film. So I guess a little bit... You know, I mean, it's, it's not like we haven't seen that before, but it definitely has that little bit of a different twist of the zombie genre. Right, I remember. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things about it. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's something that a lot of people is, um, you know, uh, it, the project is pretty, you know, it's it's, it's uh, pretty been pretty awesome to, to me and uh, for the fact that... Uh, how the fans and, and the audience received it, and, and it was just pretty awesome. It was just like the past, like I said, four and a, four and a half years, just 
the fans that just kept growing and just and they enjoy those five episodes and sometimes I'm like, wow, you know, so I'm, I'm pretty uh, impressed of how the fans received it and it's, it's it's helped me with that support to keep on growing and again, you know, we, we just hopefully this uh, feature film would, will satisfy the audience again. Now, uh, where, where are you with the film? Um, is it supposed to be released? Yeah, we have right now, we're in editing stages right now of the film. Um, so we we hopefully um, should have it done around, I would say around May or June. So now, you know, that's when the whole politics come in, you know, where, mm-hmm. yeah, what is the politics, just the whole, uh, you know, the business aspect comes in, uh, basically who would be interested, uh, but shopping, you know, shopping the project. And hopefully that process can be something that um, won't be a difficult process and basically take uh, get a, a you know, um, have a distribution company or some um, that will the project, taking the project, and releasing the project. And according to you know the uh, distribution company, you know that definitely that's out of my hands. You know, a lot of people always tell me, you know, you know, we would love to have it come out this year, and we 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 will definitely have the film finished and ready to go. But it all comes down to the distribution company that will basically have the slot for Zombie Shotgun to come out. So whenever they say, we're going to release this film in such and such a month, you know, that's where I have to go. But that's where we at, you know. And, um, you know, there's, there's, there's a couple of distribution companies that's really interested uh, in picking up the project. But again, it all comes down to finishing the project and them seeing it and saying, okay, we'll like it. Tremendous. Yeah, so I mean, and this, I mean, this is exciting for me because you are now uh, the first guest to be on uh, more than two times, which is awesome. Um, it's always awesome to talk with you. And uh, the last few times, uh, we talked a lot about the movie and uh, the, um, the crowdfunding and everything you did. Um, but now uh, we have you on the show this evening because uh, you emailed me saying uh, you now uh, are working with Rat and Crow Publishing to create the Zombie Shotgun comic book. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, do you um do you kind of want to give me an idea uh, who Rat and Crow Publishing are and uh, how you uh, ended up with them? Absolutely, absolutely. That's that's uh, really exciting news. We uh, I would say about uh, three to four weeks ago, we put out a press release and we you know um, came out with uh, officially that Zombie with a Shotgun is going to be a comic and it's going to be released. Uh, Rats and Crow Publishing out in Canada were the best um, choice that I chose to, you know, for them to come in and come in and take in Zombie with a shotgun. Um, they seem like, you know, they, they were interested in it. Um, they were a company that was uh, was willing to, you know, make, um, you know, real comic books, you know, uh, um, you know, visual, something that you could touch, you know. Uh, uh, they were doing prints. A lot of the companies were basically wanted to take it out as in digital. I mean, I, I could actually, you know, do that myself. You know what I mean? I, I could put mm-hmm. it out digital, but I, you know, I, I needed a company to to push it. You know, because I, I eventually, I can't do everything. You know, I'm, 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 you know, I have team, I have film team, but they, you know, we're not in the business of really knowing comic books and, and you know, knowing yeah. what avenues, where venues to go, and and figure out where to promote it. So, they were the guys that were like, yeah, dude, we, we we're gonna make prints. You know, we're gonna print out you know comic books and everything and. I'm going to try to spread it out as much as possible, as much demand there is out there. So, you know, it was really exciting because we were working on the comic book for the last, like, two years, you know, with the great, you know, 
artist that I brought on board named Simone uh, Guglielmini from Italy, who also draws for Near Dark, Near Death, for Image Comics. So uh, him coming in on board was really important, you know, because you know you have uh, well-known, established artists coming on to draw a comic, you know, that draws attraction to you know publishing companies and also fans, you know, fans that follow his work. Say, oh, he's, he's he's drawing up Zombie with a Shotgun. So again, we've you know, announced that officially will be coming out um, month of June. We uh, release Bats and Crows. Uh, you know, we have uh, different comic books coming every month. I feel June was the best month for Zombie Shotgun to come out. So we have a pre-order uh, page on on their site for Rats and Crows. So if anybody wants to basically get a digital copy, they can get a digital copy, or they want to get an, uh, a regular, um, you know, comic. And there's also different sort of different uh, various different covers you can get. So it's pretty cool that they they decided to do uh, various different covers and um, different types of uh, comic book packages that you want for uh, for getting Zombie with a Shotgun. Absolutely. So where um, where does the comic book uh, take up the story? Is it does it retell some of the stuff that we've already seen in the web? Uh, forget the word is web series uh, yeah, or I does it? I would I would really I would say you know it picks up definitely where you know um, you know with the comic books you know you can definitely um, you know do a lot you know the illustration you know compared to films where you know the budget actually dictate the story that you have to tell right you know do budget again and so the comic book definitely goes to the you know the true heart of the story where you know you get to see from the very beginning and you know it was the fast pace of this whole story being you know told in the comic book and from the comic book to the web series and to film that will be released soon it all you're all parallel to the story so you're definitely going to see you know bits and pieces from the web series and bits and pieces from from the film so you basically captured you know you could catch the story in each one because they're all parallel with each each i would say more the film and the comic of course the feature film and the comic of course definitely has you know big time similarities towards you know, each other and those are the ones that really parallel with each other so gotcha that's a cool thing yeah that's fantastic because it's you know sort of you're you're going to get the story either way if you're a big fan of this uh it's just you're going to get it uh depending on when the film comes out you're going to get it one way faster than the other possibly yeah yeah absolutely definitely i would say that i would say the comic book probably would um uh, be the fast uh, probably be the one that would be out before anything um again due to the fact that you know distribution company all depends on the, on the scheduling but right now that looks like that's the one that's probably going to hit the market first you know since it's already marked and scheduled for for the release in june right right fantastic mm-hmm. so um now obviously this is this is the first issue that you're putting out with that's and cool publishing correct mm-hmm. correct okay now, uh, is this like is this the first of like a series, or like you just want to do the one and be happy with that, or what, what's the whole plan with uh, going forward well, with the we, comics? We basically have already three issues completely done. You can say, well, two issues completely done, and working on the third one. So this is something that we I want to continue to do, and something that keeps them going. I figured out, you know, um, you know, uh, again. Being that the 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 fans took in the, the project very well and they liked mm-hmm. it, I felt that I had a responsibility to like you know, hey, look, 
a lot of people would love to have, you know, a project to go viral and, and be up there, you know, with, you know, again, I'm an independent, you know, uh, um, person, an independent project. And, and I was I lucked out with that whole fan base of coming on and saying, oh, we love this. So I felt like, hey, look, I'll do the feature film. We get lucky. Maybe we get a sequel and we get super lucky. We get a TV series out of it. But, you know, the thing that the, you know, what I could control is the comic book. I definitely control the comic book for something to keep on going regardless of what happens with the other mediums. So definitely the zombie with shotgun is something that's going to be continuing to keep on going as long as possible um you know we already scheduling with with rats and crows we are definitely going to uh create a series going to be a continuing series um you know right now we we're looking to get five issues out you know uh and from there of course we combine it to the graphic novel and then from there seeing how people received it, uh, so it depends on how fast we'll get out the next issue but um, regardless of what, you know, it's still going to be something that's going to be continuing for a very long time. Fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah, and uh, I'm looking at, um, uh, so I'm looking at the list of, um, th- there's, because you have, uh, was it, five different ways you can purchase this comic. You know, they range yes. from, you know, you're ranging from either two ninety nine, where you know you can buy just a digital copy of it, all the way down to seventeen ninety nine, where you get it looks like three comic books with different uh, with uh, different covers, plus a digital and plus an exclusive art print. So I mean, like it, So I mean, like I mean, there, I mean, anyone can pay any type of money, and they're going to get something great out of it, which is awesome. So when someone's sister says, "Well, you know, I can't really afford a seventeen ninety nine." So for two ninety nine, which is awesome. You know, you're giving them different packages and offers. So yeah, absolutely. And that, that was like one of the you know the, the things that I really liked about you know Rats and Crows is because again a lot of publishing companies they you know they just wanted to go straight out digital, and you know and I was cool with that. You know, all right, you know that's how the industry has become. It's become something that you know it's it's something that you know digital way to go for sales and everything and and. You know, I, I, I did a lot of research and trying to figure out, you know, which one is, you know, which one should I go? You know, they're all doing digital. And when Rots and Crows came on and they were like, dude, we 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 want we're going to do prints. You know, that was very exciting. You know, coming from the old school you know, comics. I mean, all of us. We love that. Yeah. Yeah. There's and, nothing and- there's nothing like holding it in your hands and smelling the ink and, you know feeling the texture of the pages it's it's digital is nothing like it oh i totally agree yeah it, i mean for me when it does come to digital I'm like, whether it be like a digital video game a movie or anything like that i mean that's just it's, it's a quick alternative to something you want to get now but at the same time it's like if i if i'm seeing like so i like a good example would be um I, I downloaded and purchased uh, NBA 2K17 video game onto the PlayStation 4. I don't own the disc. I don't own the case. I just downloaded it onto my system. For some reason, I kind of regret that because I actually like having the cases. I like actually, you know, having ownership of that disc. You know, maybe that's just because, like, you know, like I'm used to, like, you know, like a DVD. You know, like they have uh, the digital copies and stuff like that. You can download on tablets. I get why I do that. You know, maybe it's easier, more convenient, stuff like that. But it's not the same as actually owning something that you can hold. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I'm I not, agree I'm, with you. Well, and, and yeah, hold and display, yeah. and you know, you yeah. can you can let someone borrow it if you wanted to, or you know, yeah. you you can't do that with just a digital thing as easily. 
Yeah, and I and and I'm by no means like you know I, I don't read a lot. Um, I don't, you know, there there are a few comic books. I mean, from my childhood, I I read and everything. I, I'm not a big uh, comic book collector or something like that. But if it came to like a comic book, I would want to be able to hold that comic book. You know, I want to be able to tell somebody, hey, you know, look at my new comic book I have. You know, and I can just pull up the shelf, and show them. I don't want to you know, thumb through my tablet get to you know the kindle or whatever the hell you have to have on it it's just like it's not the same it's not that it's it's not that childhood that you know i remember you know and that's you know i like i like thinking back in the day about stuff like that like having that book and everything i'm not i'm not a digital shit like whatsoever i mean i got books i don't even read at least i have books you know that, so absolutely uh, yeah yeah um yeah, it feels strange, right? And sometimes mm-hmm. it just feels strange when you when you download something. It's like it just feels so strange. But you know, I guess it's just the way it is now. But you know, I definitely I agree with that whole, you know, having that artwork in hand, you know, and looking at it and just you know, it's very different than seeing it on the screen yeah. where you know you definitely see the artwork right in front of your face and holding it. You could turn the pages back and forth. Yeah, well, it's like, like I mean, like there there are videos uh, sometimes I get bored of on Facebook, and they like these are like kids from like, who are like ten, fifteen years old, and they hand them a CD and they have no idea what the hell it is, because all music <laughs> is downloaded on like iPods and their iPhones and all this shit now. It's like, it's like I I was going I was going through a bunch of stuff in my house, you know, just and I found this huge binder of CDs that are completely irrelevant nowadays. But see, I'm not. I can't get rid of them because one day, you know, if my iPod crashes, you know, I got knock on wood that this thing scratched, but that iPod scratched. At least I got something to fall back on. You know, that is so true. And you know, last year, you know, um, vinyl um, had one of the best uh, sales, you know, records and everything in the last ten years last year. And they say that people are, you know. Going back to the whole nostalgic of you know mm-hmm. buying records and playing it on their you know record player or whatever you want to call it, but I mean that's I don't know what that means if it's a good sign or whatever some sort of like you know nostalgic old school sort of you know yeah back. well it's it's sort of you cool. have to ask yourself the question of do you do you want a product or do you want an experience you know I mean if you just want a product an mp3 will will get you through any music you want to listen to I can listen to anything I want to on Spotify but if I want the experience of of putting an LP record onto my turntable and and having a cocktail and listening to music in one place for three hours like I have to do that on vinyl No, yeah, I, think, I think I think something on now would experience actually a little bit more further than that. Going to the store. <laughs> and and playing it. I think that whole thing together is just, just a whole experience. Where that's what we used to do, you know, a long time ago. Now it's just download. But you know, it's just that whole ex- losing that experience of going to the store and looking at all the stuff and selection and taking your time and seeing it and holding it in your hands, bringing it back. And, you know, you could go with your friends, your girl, whatever. You just that whole experience is, you know, it's like the movie theater. Nothing beats that experience. Absolutely. Going to the movie theater. I think that's that's the key right there is the experience. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I, I agree with you 100%. You know, like, I, I remember uh, being 16 years old and, like, going to my friends, like, FYE or Suncoast, whatever it is, you know, going in the mall and hanging out, you know, check out the new CDs that came out and, you know, DVDs and all that stuff. But, I mean, nowadays, you don't even have to leave your couch to do that shit. And it's it's, it's kind of, I mean, in my opinion, it's kind of sad because, you know, kids are getting away from actually going out and, like, you know, purchasing something, like, you know, at a register in a store that they had to drive to. I mean, that, that's all gone to the people who just want to sit there, pull their phone out, download the, the newest CD, and be like, okay, well, that's good enough. It, yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing also going, when we used to go to, I mean, they still have it, but, you know, Barnes & Nobles and check out the magazines. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. You go to the magazine shops. It's all gone. But imagine that. Going bookstores completely off the market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember like when Borders closed in my town. I mean, that was yeah. my that was my favorite bookstore growing up. So, how long ago was how long ago? Was yeah, Borders yeah, no, closed? no, there was there was. Yeah, I remember that too. At least I mean, a especially decade. Especially in the um, yeah, like the mall, they took all the bookstores down. Mm-hmm. There's no book. You really think about it, there's no bookstores in the mall anymore. I mean, I'm here in New York. It's all gone. Right. Yeah, Strange. It's, yeah, that's weird. Uh, everything's going to be digital. Soon we're going to be able to buy groceries online. Somebody will deliver them to the house. The, I, I love technology. Don't get me wrong. Without technology, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't have a podcast right now. But it's it's making, it's making the world lazy. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? and, like, and, I, and I'm guilty of it. I won't lie. I mean, like, I mean, fucking like a month ago, instead of going to the store and buying socks, I just ordered them on Amazon. But... At the time, I didn't want to drive all the way to the store by, you know, just a pack of socks. And I'm guilty of it by far because the convenience is absolutely amazing. But that's what the economy is, or that's what uh, technology is doing to our economy. It's just making people lazier. And it, it's unfortunate because you do, lo- you know, you lose that that nostalgia. You know, maybe I'm, maybe at my age, hey, I'm only 27, maybe, age, like, maybe I'm past the, uh, the nostalgia then, you know, maybe I don't have to go shop anymore, but maybe kids that uh, were 16, 17 should go out and experience that shit, <laughs> so when they get older, they can understand, you know, why, you know, it was what it was. But... Uh, well, the economy's actually still about them. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> uh, um... I think here. Oh crap! What was I gonna say? I had something. Lost it. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I hate that so much. <laughs> You're getting old, Travis. I know, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> 27 <laughs> years are weighing you down, buddy. All right. <laughs> Brain cells <laughs> ain't what it used to be. <laughs> crap! What were they gonna say? Oh man. So what what can we look so forward we to with the film? Kid. Is it is it uh is it following immediately the uh the storyline of the web series or uh does it recap some of it and uh, then Yeah, you 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 could definitely say it it has that, you know, fast, you know, pace from you know how it just right away goes off to, you know, um them in the run. Um them not knowing exactly what's going on. Um, but they really do, um, you know, there are some new you know, bits and pieces, of course, to add a lot more new pieces compared to the to um, the web series. And, um, you know, I, I give, 
you know, I give a lot of, you know, certain things there. You know, there's drama, there's romance, of course. You know, that was like a lot of ailments from the, from the original series. You know, you got the blood, you got the zombies and all that stuff. And, you know, um, you know, I try, I try to, uh, uh, you know, put all those elements in there and, and please everybody as much as possible. And, you know, the story does, there is more of a, um, you know, more of a story than just, you know, I did not, um, there's, two, there's a reason for it all. Well, I, again, I'm go back. I did not dictate my, my film on, you know, special effects blood and guts and everything like that right, you know, I, I right. did not I just I wanted to go and tell a story more of uh, you know try to be as as as, as the web series is in the web series you don't see blood and guts and stuff like that right and in the in future film it, it's, it's it's very similar to that and again you know a lot of the key reason for that happening is because of <laughs> the budget you know what I mean right, right. You know, that that's very expensive you know to have all this blood and guts and everything like that and I didn't want to I was afraid that if we go that route, that that's what my film would be about, the right. blood and guts. Now, I, I really wanted to stay away from that. I really wanted to, you know, again, I wanted to do something, again, I'm trying to do something, you know, what people really liked about the series. You know, they, they, they liked that, it, it, you know, what it was from the, from the five episodes. And I, I try to be just like the film, try to have that same sort of feel. It, you know, it didn't have blood and guts. It had more of just a you know, a story, uh, more of an atmospheric kind of thing going on. It's you know, it's there's feelings and everything like that, and and I think you know you you um you get more out of it to me. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah. I didn't want to um, go that route. Kind of like you know, it'd be similar to a lot of the other zombie films. You know, and it, you know, it, it's something for me to um it's a challenge because uh you know I don't know how you know the audience will receive it. And I think that's really exciting as well, also, because, you know, people, um, you know, they receive the series, but remember, they're very small uh, episodes. You know, the, the right. Series, each, each one is really short. And, you know, that small attention span definitely, you know, it's like, you know, oh, oh, okay, four minutes went up. All right, it's cool. I like it. And but then you got something that was like an hour, <laughs> you know, an hour and a half, hour and 20 minutes, whatever it's going to be in there, but it's going to be close around there, you know, see how much, you know, people's like, uh, I don't know. So, you know, but I, I really, I really, you know, it, it, it's exciting. Um, again, you know, we, we, we've done some cool stuff with the film and really exciting things with it. And um, I think it's, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be cool. Tremendous. So um, what's, uh, what's, what's next in line? Like you know, after, after the comic book is out, after the movie's done, I mean, are you go back to more of the web series and like possibly a sequel for the movie or. Yeah, I think that's a um, that's a that's a uh, you know an interesting question. Um, it's the I, one I, I forgot. I, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's a good question, and uh, uh, um, you know, for me, it's kind of like the million dollar question. You know, it's like, what do I do? You know, we have the comic book that's going to be releasing. You know, we we do have the the first five web, uh, you know, episodes, and you know, do we go back to that? You know, and and, yeah. and um, make more, you know, a more lively, more, you know, uh, character, you know, centric and everything like that. Or do we do a sequel? Um, uh, you know, do we go back into the crowdfunding world, or do I go out there and this time around, 
you know, see if somebody, you know, see what the whole zombie with a shotgun is all about. You know, it's, 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 it's a, it's a product now, you know, can they see that and say, okay, you know, we will put money into this. Now we'll put, when I mean money, you know, make the film even much, you know, have a really decent budget and, you know, elevate it to the next stage where it's like, okay, you know, now, you know, we went to like super low to, you know, low budget and now we're going to have like a real decent budget to make a film. So it's, it's, it's really, um, it's a really hard question. I, I think it all, that relies all on the film when it gets released of, yeah. of what, you know, how people receive it you know, what, you know, what producers out there think they can do with it or, you know, what else, or if it's up to me, you know, it, eventually I can easily say, all right, you know, let's go back into crowdfunding. Let's do a sequel. You know, I, that would be something that, you know, I wouldn't, I think that's something that definitely can be done. I, if, I think that that would be, I still think go for next after everything, but again, I still have to wait. I got you. I got you. Um, awesome, uh, Hilton. I I appreciate you coming on and talking with us again. Um, absolutely. Ho- hopefully, uh, you still enjoy it, because uh, sometimes I question why people want to talk to us. I don't get it sometimes. It's like, but I do appreciate you coming on. Um, before you go though. Uh, we're doing something new with all our guests uh, towards the end, of, and basically uh, we call we call it a what, oh, fuck. What's it called? Freaking curious. Uh, I'm just gonna ask you five random questions and just answer them on the first uh, first of your head. First, first of all, that pops up. Sound good. Sounds good. Perfect. Okay. Uh, all time favorite food. Uh, oh, burger. Uh, what would be your dream car? Oh, uh, oof, nineteen ninety five, ninety six, uh, six speed Toyota Supra. Nice, nice. Uh, all time favorite actor. Do that. Oh, all time favorite. Okay, what's popping in my head? Uh, Time, um, favorite actor. Ooh. Wow, that's a good question. I'm gonna wait. Give me some time. Um, uh, one that pops in my head, I'm gonna say Robin Williams. Ooh, good choice. That's a good one. I pee, Robin Williams. Um, is that question three or question four? I don't count. Those three. Those right. three. Those yep. three. All right. Um, where would be your dream vacation spot? A dream vacation spot would be uh, Hawaii. Hawaii? Uh, mm. um, will the Yankees make a playoff this year? Yes. The answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> that was my fastest answer. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Uh, you um, you want you want to tell everyone uh, where they could uh, find you on social media, where they could find uh, the comic book and all that. Absolutely. Um, we right now, if you everybody's interested in the in the comic book, um, it's Rats and Crows Publishing dot com. Um, you could, I think it's it's pretty long. I know the the, the website, so you can go onto Google and you put Dami with a shotgun, uh, comic book, and it will come up. You know, rats and crows. 
expos and there you would be able to see whatever comic you want again you know starts from 299 with digital all the way down to 1799 which is the whole package the three comics and uh and a digital and a, a poster artwork um also if people want to know where i'm at um you could find me in every single social media from facebook and youtube vimeo twitter tumblr and everything um at the end of the each uh, like facebook.com slash diamond with a shotgun um best place that you can find me though is on twitter <clears throat> i have every day the daily updates of what's going on zombie with a shotgun um so you can go on zombie wa shotgun is on twitter and you can ask me questions and follow me follow you back and if anybody's interested and again if people don't know what zombie with a shotgun is um again go google it with zombie with a shotgun First episode comes up. Um, click on it. It's a little bit over four minutes. Um, and at first four minutes, you'll be able to know if you like it or not. If you do, you'll be able to see us on all different uh, social media outlets. Perfect. Um, Helen, again, thank you so much for coming on. It's always uh, fun to talk with you. And uh, I hope you uh, do come back with us uh, when, um, you know, after the movie gets released. Uh, and I, I'm sure it's going to be a success because if it's anything like the web series, it's going to be entertaining. Uh, I look forward to seeing it wherever it, uh, wherever it's at. Um, but it's it's always a pleasure to talk with you, and hopefully you do decide to come Same back. Same here, with us. likewise. Appreciate it, and definitely any time I come come back um, when the film is done, comics out, definitely will come back and talk about it more. Fantastic. Looking forward to it. <laughs> uh, awesome. Um. Yeah, let's take a quick break promoting our podcast, and then we'll come back. Looking for a podcast to listen to? Look up Geek Dick Pod. They've got comics, movies, music, video games, tech, or whatever your geeky little heart desires. Look them up at geekdigpod.com, on Instagram or Twitter at geekdigpod, on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, The Satchel Player, or Player FM. The Geek Dig Podcast is part of the Tangent Bound, BS Podcast Network, and the We Be Geeks Network. Okay, welcome back, guys. Uh, that was uh, Hilton we just had on. Um, great guy. Fun talking to him. Um, Always a pleasure. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh we're going to move right along into what we always do towards the end of our episodes, which is our weekly segment called This Frickin' State of Mind. Um, as you guys know, it's we move through each state, <laughs> give a little bit about it, um, facts about it. Uh, I get these all, these facts come from the internet. If you don't believe me, go look them up yourself. I really don't care. Um, that's how the world works nowadays. Everything's just pulled from the internet where not everything is true. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so. moving right along. Uh, last week we finished with the great state of uh, what was it, Maryland? Yes, Maryland. And now we're moving on to the great state of Massachusetts, uh, one of the uh, first colonies, as we all know. As well, I hope you you should all know. Uh, I know there are some dumbasses out there that would not know that, but <laughs> uh, moving on. 552 original documents pertaining to the Salem witch trials in 1692 been preserved and are still stored by the Peabody Excess Museum. Weird. Uh, although over... Yeah. 
I kind of want to get I, if you can see them and read them. I, that'd be pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, although over thirty communities in the colonies eventually re- renamed themselves to honor Benjamin Franklin, the Massachusetts, Massachusetts town of Franklin was the first and was the first and changed its name in seventeen seventy eight. Wow. I don't get what that means by that. Uh, it sounds a, like it was the first town to name itself after Ben Franklin, and it changed its name from whatever it was before to Franklin uh, just two years after the uh, American War for Independence. Oh, just, okay, just like 30 towns changed their name? Maybe. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> okay. That makes more sense. Uh, Norfolk County uh, is the birthplace of four U.S. presidents, John Adams, John Quincy Adams, uh, John Gerald Kennedy, and J.H.W. Bush. We're all born in Norfolk County, uh, Massachusetts. (laughs) There is a house in Rockport, Massachusetts, built entirely out of newspaper. I I hope it doesn't rain. Or if it does, it's like very well sealed. <laughs> so it's a town made completely out of newspaper? It's a house. A house, okay. <laughs> Not a town, that would be insane. <laughs> so that's where all your uh, junk newspapers go. <laughs> go so I feel like I saw that person on Hoarders or something. <laughs> right? <laughs> um Ham's Derby Academy, founded in 1784, is the oldest co-educational school in the U.S. Ham's First Parish Old Ship Church is the oldest church structure in the U.S. in continuous use as a place of worship. Hmm. Uh, the Fig Newton, uh, a beloved treat, was named after Newton, Massachusetts. Hmm. The visible portion of Plymouth Rock is a lumpy fragment of glacial moraine about the size of a coffee table. With the date 1620 cut into its surface after being broken, dragged about the town of Plymouth by ox teams used to inspire revolutionary Aries. Revolutionaries. <laughs> Sorry there. How they have it written is weird. Uh, Though and reverently gouged and scraped by 19th century souvenir hunters, it is now at rest at the head of Plymouth Harbor. Nice. Uh, yep. James Michael Curley was the first mayor of Boston to have an automobile. Uh, the plate number was 576, the number of letters in James Michael Curley. The mayor of Boston's official car still uses the same number on its plate. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Back in in the good old year of 1634, Boston Common became the first public park in America. Nice. Yep. (laughs) The creation of the Cape Cod National Seashore was formerly private, was formerly private town and state-owned land marked the first time the federal government purchased land for a park. 
Robert Goddard, Goddard, inventor of the first liquid-fueled rocket, was born and lived much of his life in Worcester and launched the first rocket fueled with liquid fuel from the neighboring town of Auburn. Glaciers formed the islands of Nantucket and Martha's Vineyard during the Ice Age. The first U.S. postal zip code in Massachusetts is 01001 at Agawam. That messes with me. What's that? Postal codes that begin with zero mess with me. <laughs> Why including, is that? Including the one I live in. Really? Yeah. It just it feels weird. It's, uh, I don't know. No, I, can see, I can see it. Because you usually don't think of a zero. I mean, you just say a number. Right. Even if there's a zero in front of it. Right. I guess. Uh, Brewster has become the de facto wedding capital of Cape Cod because it's many small and larger inns that cater to weddings. Hmm. Harvard was the first college established in North America. Harvard was founded in 1636. Because of Harvard's size, there is no universal mailing address that will work for every office at the university. <laughs> really? Hmm. Yeah. In 18, I wonder if that's changed by now. I mean, are you saying that every office building has a different address? See, yeah, I always felt like I always felt like, and obviously I don't know shit about like colleges and shit. But I always felt like small, like the older ones, Harvard, Yale, and all that were like really small, like university campuses and stuff like that. I didn't think it'd ever be too big to have more than one mailing address. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You know, the other weird thing is, is uh, mailing addresses in this neck of the woods are pretty packed in. Like, uh, just, just in, in around where I live, there's probably six different possible mailing zip codes. Really? Yeah. So. Overachievers. I know. <laughs> New England, man. Crazy Yanks. <laughs> you, you, do you mean just in like a city with multiple zip codes? No, I mean like uh, there's there's probably six towns within. Uh, it's almost it's 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 actually really weird. So you know how like in in the Chicagoland area you can drive uh, for about ten minutes and go through like six different little townships. Yeah, it's the same thing here, only there's less than half as many people. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's so that that's what's weird about it. But anyway, in 1838, the Boston and West Worcester Railroad was the first railroad to charge commuter fares. Hmm. I hate to see what the inflation has been. Right. <laughs> the Boston University Bridge. This is a this is a weird one. <laughs> The Boston University Bridge on Commonwealth Avenue, Boston, is the only place in the world where a boat can sail under a train, driving under a car, driving under an airplane. <laughs> Weird. 
<laughs> You're right. Uh, the Children's Museum in Boston displays a giant milk bottle on the museum's war. If it were real, it would hold 50,000 gallons of milk and 8,620 gallons of cream. Hmm. Uh, Barnes Stable County, the only Massachusetts county where residents' deaths outnumber births between 1990 and 1997. Wow, that's actually a decent period of time. Mm -hmm. Uh, In 1908, Miss Caroline O. Emerton purchase a house of seven gables built in 1668 restored to its present state and in 1910 opened the site to touring public the seven gabled house inspired nathan hawthorne to write his famous novel of the same name hmm. have you ever heard of it what was the name of the book house of seven gables no, I haven't. But it reminds me of like the uh, Anne of Green Gables. Oh. But that's not Hawthorne, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Massachusetts became, first began issuing driver's license and registration plates in June of 1903. Hmm. Uh, the third Monday in April is a legal holiday in Massachusetts called Patriot's Day. <laughs> the third really Monday in April? Third Monday in April. Hmm. William Hill Brown published The Power of Sympathy in Worcester in 1789. An imitation of Goethe's Sorrows of Young Werther, it is regarded as the first American novel. Charles Goodyear in Woburn first vulcanized rubber in 1839. Uh, Elias Howe of Boston invented the first sewing machine in 1845. Hmm. The first nuclear powered surface vessel, USS Long Beach CGN 9, was launched at Quincy in 1961. <coughs> This next one I actually know about. Oh. The USS Constitution Old Ironsides, the oldest fully commissioned vessel in the U.S. Navy, is permanently berthed at Charlestown Navy Yard. Since 1897, the ship has been overhauled several times in dry dock one. And you can actually, if you are a member of the USS, the U.S. Navy, you can actually get stationed at this ship. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. It's more, I mean, obviously it's more dress wear. It's not working wear. So. Right. Because it is just a like museum, basically. Right. Uh, Milford is known as World Over for its unique pink granite discovered in 1870s and quarried for many years to grace the exteriors of museum, government buildings, government buildings, monuments, and railroad stations. Um, and with that, 
that leaves us at the end of our this brick instead of mine. Thank you all for joining us. We've got learning a little more about Massachusetts. It was fun and come back next week for our next date. Until then, I hand you back over to you, Travis. Correct. Um, before we go into uh, our closing segment of uh, our freak week, our uh, plugs and uh, the quote, um, we uh we did, we had a discussion um a week or so ago about a uh, um something new we want to do on our show. Uh, and uh, I'm going to let Jimmy kind of explain it to you. Yeah, so uh, as I understand it, uh, once a month what we're planning to do is uh, give out an award, the Follow Your Star Award, to, um, well, frankly, whoever you want to give it to. So uh, if there's somebody out there that you feel like is really following their star, let us know about them. And uh, we'll uh, discuss it amongst ourselves, maybe uh, throw some polls out on Twitter. And at the end of every month, we're going to, uh, or may, sorry, we decided the middle of every month. In the middle of every month, we're going to uh, let you know who is the winner of the Follow Your Star Award. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, basically, what we're, we're and basically what we're trying to do is we're, we're trying to um, give acknowledgement and appreciation to people who. Um, Basically, it's it's like Jeff says, the father star. I mean, you know, Jeff said that numerous times on our show, and um, it's what it, is what motivated us to do something like this on the show. Is following your star, people who are doing what they feel they need to do to either do something good or something to make you know make their lives more. Um, I think we actually have an idea who's going to get the first award. We're still going to discuss it. Uh, it's not going to be announced in the middle of the middle of it, like Joe said. Um, yeah, I mean, if you guys think of anyone who you think, you know, made an impact in a certain way or did something to improve the life of others or even themselves or whatever, you know, let us know. Um, the awards uh, is still for discussion. So this is brand new. We wanted to let you guys know about it. So if you want to get involved in it, you know, just um, uh, we'll, create a, we'll create a hashtag. Joey, what, what what should the hashtag be? I mean, I think hashtag follow your stars are uh, pretty long. Uh, yes, but I also love hashtag long hashtags. So, right, hashtag uh, star boy. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll figure out what the hashtag is and we'll put it out there for you. Yeah, and you know what? You guys have the social media. You know, I'll talk about the social media when we get to that point. We're not at that point yet, but uh, in the meantime, Colin. Yeah, we're freaking on this week. Uh, this week I'm freaking on the fact that I'm actually going to be staying in the new place for multiple nights. <laughs> 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 um, it just happened that last week, the, right after I moved in, I stayed for one night and then I had to go house sit. So, oh. <laughs> um, yes, I can officially start staying at multiple nights, along with cleaning up. Right now, I've been working on finally organizing my movies back. So, nice. That will be my adventure for time being, and let's see how long it takes. I probably finish it tomorrow, but uh, quite a bit of movies. 
766, I believe. Yeah, 766 of them. I could be off on that number by some, but he could be off on that number. <laughs> I know it's over 700. So. Definitely over 700. I don't know, I just want to be involved in some way. <laughs> How about you, Joe? What are you freaking on? This week? I am freaking on a Kickstarter I backed last month. Um, I yes. happened to, to back it in the last couple of hours of the campaign, but it was for a company called Holden Ties, which is a, uh, a company in Canada that specializes in bow ties, and they were just trying to get off the ground. And uh, uh, at the level I backed, I basically got the deal of a lifetime uh, on bow ties for a guy who likes bow ties. I got like tw- uh, like five bow ties for like $25, which is, you know, uh, for brand new handmade bow ties, that's like Goodwill cheap. You know what I'm saying? Nice. So that's it's awesome, and I'm very pumped about it. the The patterns on them are very me. Um, I got to pick them out uh, earlier this week, and I'm just I am so excited to get them. I don't know when they're going to get here. Sometime in the next couple of months, I hope. But uh, I'm just I'm really excited. Uh, and if you want to check it out, go to holdenties.ca. Um, what's CA mean? Canada. Oh, Canadian Canadian dollar. Okay. Yep, yep. So check it out. It's it's really uh the guy who does it does a fantastic job um as far as I can tell from the pictures. And the fabrics that he's picked out are you're not going to find a bow tie like this at Macy's or Target or, you know, even like yeah, yeah. uh like a nice place, you know. Like if you if you were to go to like um help me out here. Uh men's warehouse or something. There we go. Uh, you wouldn't find bow ties with patterns like this, so I'm you, I'm just so sure? excited because because from my understanding, the men's warehouse, you will like the way you look. They oh, you'll guarantee it. You'll like the way you look, but you're not going to have a bow tie with uh, octopus uh, tentacles and uh, like roses. So, <laughs> which is one of the patterns I chose. Because I'm yeah, awesome. I see that they made about three hundred percent, almost three hundred percent of their goal. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Joe, um, maybe I'm just saying, maybe, maybe if we're nice about it and we'll plug it on our Facebook, Twitter, and maybe throw something in the show notes about them, maybe we get their attention, we get them on the show, talk about Botas. I would love to do that. Cool. So yeah, just make sure we put that in the show notes because. It seems like pretty cool, and like we said, you know, we're here to help other people. So, we'll in the show notes. Maybe we'll uh, find their social media and we'll talk to them. So they want to come up and talk about bow ties. I mean, I don't know anything about bow ties. I know they make my head look big, but other than that, <laughs> are these uh, pre like like if you were to get yours, are they pre made like pre tied? Uh, you can you can get it either you way. Time okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you can choose to check out which way you'd like it. So, nice. Yeah, yeah. I went. I went self tie because that's the kind of bow tie guy I am. But that's the kind of man he is. He's but, just that skilled. Yeah, He's and just, you can get him. Yeah. There's the the other cool thing is uh, you can get him in different styles. Like if you if you don't want just the traditional butterfly shaped bow tie, you can get the uh, diamond tipped 
or the uh, really the jumbo butterfly or um, uh, a round tip. It's really neat. There's lots of different options. Holdenties.ca. I'll put it in the show notes. Check it out. It's awesome. I, I'm very excited about it. There are two types of people in this world. People who buy clip-on ties and men. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, Travis, what are, you, what are you freaking on this week? Uh, actually, uh, what I'm freaking on this week is actually what I was freaking on last week as well, is I'm trying to get everything together to launch this new podcast. Um. Starting uh, so this week, I'm trying to get all I got all social media done. Um, Ford, uh, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook and stuff like that. We got the email address all set up. Like I said, I use uh, thisshow.com. There's a link uh, up to the right for it and everything. So we're getting that situated. Uh, now I just gotta talk with people who are getting involved in the show, figure out the editing process that we're gonna have to do. Um, getting ready for our first show in a couple of weeks um, and all that. This Saturday, I think we're going to hit up another wrestling event. So that's going to be pretty much all I'm going to do between sleeping all day, working all night, and trying to squeeze where I can, um, where I can pretty much to make sure this is, uh, this goes off smoothly. Because, you know, last thing I want to do is look foolish like I did when I interviewed Hilton and forgot the fuck what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> yes. I mean, like, oh, luckily, you know, doing this with you guys and everything kind of helped me with some of the knowledge that comes into in a show. Like I said, I'm not gifted. I'm not Derek. So editing this show is going to be a bitch and a half. But, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out and go from there. And who knows? Like I said, maybe if everything goes well, we can start establishing a, a network, which is what I'm hoping to do, hopefully by the end of the year. But you, know, you, need, you need more than two podcasts about a network. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, Joe. Yes. Every week, uh, our listeners could catch Geekcast Joe here on this freaking show. But for some reason, only one episode of Geekcast Joe a week isn't enough for them. Where else can they find you? If one episode of a week of Geekcast Joe isn't enough for you, you can find me over at the Geekcast Live podcast at gcl.ninja. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, YouTube and Twitter by searching Geekcast Live. Yes. Um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, like I've said numerous, numerous, numerous times, uh, you can find this freaking show on social media websites such as Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, just by searching this freaking show. Uh, go to our website, thisfreakingshow.com, where it shows. Uh, you know, it gives you a list of all the guests we had on, all the amazing guests we've had on our show, such as Hilton that we had on this evening. Also gives you an idea of uh, what we're going, um, you know, what we're up to, um, you know, event-wise, you know, where we're going to be and everything. I know C2E2 is still in the talks. Uh, it hasn't been officially uh, stated yet if we're going, but we're still working on that, trying to figure that all out. Um, if you have a comment, concern, question uh, that you want to let us know about for the show, you can email us at thisfreakingshow at yahoo.com. Go to the contact section at thisfreakingshow.com and just send it there. Or go on Twitter, use the hashtag freaking saying, and we'll find it from there. And if you use that hashtag, we will you know, mention it on the, the show. Because that's what we do. Because it's our show, and we can do shit like that. We can do what we want. We don't have producers telling us what to do. Fuck that. 
Yeah, we're free spirited here. Um, <clears throat> also, as a cheap plug, you know, like I said, I'm starting up a new podcast, uh, JFW Podcast, Just Freaking Wrestling, all about indie wrestling and a little bit of pro wrestling as well. And you can find them on Instagram, uh, Facebook, and Twitter as well, just by searching JFW Podcast. Uh, to end the show tonight on another Will Rogers quote. Uh, let's see, it was a good one. You know, here's one that kind of reminds me of uh, Carl. I never met a man. I never met a man I didn't like. Uh, I never uh, met a man I didn't like. Yeah, I know Carl used to, uh, I think he said he got it from his dad, but uh, his favorite quote is, uh, I never met a stranger. Yeah. Which is bullshit because everyone's strange before you meet them. <laughs> so, just a uh, fun, fun fact for Carl there. Uh, I know what he's saying. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, fuck. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, I hope you have a good night. As always, I am Trasty. I'm Akpatel. And I'm Geekcast Joe. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.